Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. In the opposite corner is the man from North Philadelphia, the Broad Street Brawler himself, Iron Wildress Ruffin. What's going on, Ruff? Man, that's a that's a championship intro right there, man. I I appreciate that with all the slander that you give me on a week All the slander you give me. I'm not even gonna talk about how he was gonna call me out about my hat, but I oh, we're still gonna talk about your hat. Uh, for, <laughs> for those for those who cannot see uh right now, those that are um are partaking via audio, just a reminder that starting next week, so the first Tuesday in August, we will that's right so uh whether it be youtube facebook you name it uh twitter uh you know all your social spots will be there we'll be live uh each week uh around seven o'clock ish eastern time oh no we'll do our best to start at seven but you'll be able to see us uh then and there uh, for those who can't see us uh, currently, but uh, so let let me share with you. Uh, Will has on a phenomenal hat. It's a '76 hat because he is a uh, Philly native and supposedly loves all things Philadelphia. Uh, it's got uh, some flags and stuff on the side. It's really it's really a nice hat. It's a very nice hat. He has a hat that looks just like that though, but it's a Stanky's hat. That's right. I said it. Stankies. The New York Stankies. And he changed it because I was like, dude, whoa, whoa, you, you, you supposed to love all things Philadelphia. Why you got on a a, 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 a Stankies hat and not a Phillies hat? I don't, I don't get it. I'm a hat connoisseur and two of my hats were missing. And I just wanted to grab this one for this show because, you know, I ain't I ain't got my Jalen Rose lineup this week. So I had to do something about it. But I, I'm a hat kind of so. so it, literally, you're just going to make me up my, my hat game. So every week now, I got to make sure I got a fresh new uh, Phillies or, or Philadelphia sports hat. Now, I'm not a fan of the Eagles. I will say that. I, I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, I don't mess with the Eagles ever since they let my man Reggie White go the way that they did. But I, I'm not going to. Okay. So I'm not even. I'm. You know, you, 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 uh, St. Louis native, you, you cheer for the Celtics. I'm not slandering you. Well, seeing as they're the St. Louis Celtics because of Jason Tatum. Absolutely <laughs> uh, <laughs> not. It, it, that that's not you know that that's not a stretch. Plus, we haven't had a professional team probably since. Not probably since, but I, I don't know how old I was. But the last professional team that we had was the uh, St. Louis Spirits. And I might have been... I, I know I was in diapers if I was around while they were playing. Uh, I definitely was not of age to remember anything about them. 
that's fine. You know what? I'm used to it, but that's okay though, because we got some some great combat sports to talk about when we come back. We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. We're gonna get into UFC 277 because we got some exciting things, and also Will's one to watch, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. We'll just voice main card MTMV Sports. We'll be right back. And welcome back. So we didn't, I didn't get a chance to do my proper introduction for my mans because he slandered me out the gate. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, this is the man, the myth, the legend, the MTMV curator of combat sports, the 2022 Spin Awards nominee, the voice, voice, sir. How are you going today outside of the slam? Um, I'm doing fine uh, in or outside of slander uh i don't think it's slander i just believe it's the truth and as uh sister soldier so eloquently stated if the truth hurts then you'll be in pain okay well clearly i'm in pain but that's all good we'll 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 deal with this later i'm not even worried about it i'm excited to get into uh what we have for them today boys so let's just go ahead and get right into it so Taking place Saturday, uh, July 30th, UFC 277 is going to be taking place in one of the most anticipated fights of the year. Uh, Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunez. They're going to be meeting in a rematch from uh, UFC 269, which actually saw uh, Pena defeating Nunez in one of the biggest upsets in MMA history. Now, voice. while uh, Pena says she refuses to talk trash to Nunez, these two seem to have a high animosity with one another uh, that's going to create some major fireworks. So what are your thoughts on this bout? And as always, what should we expect to see here? Now, as far as the fireworks and things are concerned, this has been perfect for Nunez because Nunez really hasn't had a true foil um i mean she's had valentina shevchenko i'm sorry i said valentina uh, uh no that's right that's right that i was uh had a mental lapse right then i thought when i said valentina that i said uh her sister uh which definitely uh is not <laughs> not what i meant to say but i said the right name so valentina shevchenko has been a foil to her in a sense but she's beaten her each time that they fought you know they fought uh twice she's given her the most difficult fights uh, that she's had outside of fighting the venezuela vixen and outside of her first loss which was to somebody i don't know and it was so long ago it doesn't really count juliana pena has said for a while I am the one to beat Amanda Nunez. I have what it takes. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you okay. You're going to beat uh, the the seemingly unbeatable lioness. You, Juliana Pena, uh, the one who's known for her ground game, you're going to beat uh, Amanda Nunez, who started off as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist and um, you know, it's just an absolute beast. You're going to beat her, which means you're going to try and take her down to the ground. And Valentina Shevchenko beat you by way of arm, arm uh, bar. And Jermaine Durandamy choked you out. So, okay, yeah, yeah, you're going to be the one that beats 
uh, Amanda Nunez. And then what does she do? She comes in and she pressures Amanda Nunez and breaks her will with the pressure. The whole time she was coming forward, oh, Amanda was was landing those blows that have dispatched the likes of Cyborg, landing uh, those 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 hammer fists and or I shouldn't say hammer fists, but those uh, uh, miniature lunch boxes uh, that took Ronda Rousey out of MMA altogether. I mean, she she's been doing her thing, uh, or I should say, she was doing her thing, but she broke. Her. She broke her spirit. She broke her will. And then she tapped her out. And when she tapped her out, if I'm not mistaken, she did it in such a fashion that everybody was like, she tapped her that? Because uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, she tapped her with a rear naked choke, but she didn't have a hook scene. It's like, how, how do you defeat a, a champion like this with a real naked choke and you don't even had a hook scene did she really want to fight was she just trying to get out of there was it really that deep that she had to 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 uh to tap out so again she broke her and then she made her look bad by the way that she broke her. so um it, it's been a lot of a talk they also have been coaches on uh uh this season of the ultimate fighter so you know they've been doing that leading up to it and uh uh man say i'm coming for my belt i'm, I'm getting my belt back and like okay i beat you once i'm gonna beat you again and then you can go off and and just play mommy because uh, you're gonna be done that's a lot of talk and a lot of big talk but she has backed it up thus far can she continue to back it up is the question and there are so many different questions on the other side of things Amanda uh, as she did with her last loss changed gyms so she's no longer at American Top Team like she was before now granted I think it was a straw that broke the camel's back with her losing that caused her to do it she's mentioned and said that part of the reason why she left was that um, she felt like it was going to be too tense and confrontational with Kayla Harrison being there, you know, that her presence alone, even though she wasn't fighting in the UFC, um, that her presence there alone was just a, a bit too much because I felt that I guess she felt like they were going to fight at some point. It's not like uh, Kayla Harrison didn't come and sit cage side uh, during her last fight uh, versus Megan Anderson. Uh, you know, just just kind of there, like, yeah, I'm I'm here, I'm here. No, no, I take that back. She she sat K side uh, when she was fighting Juliana Pena and lost. That's right, because it <laughs> because it, it was looking like uh, she was gonna come over and challenge at 145, and it was like, oh well, I mean, I guess that can still happen since this was at 135. But it took a little shine off of things, and she wound up going back to the PFL anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, she she states that that's part of the reason why she left ATT. You know, so this is going to be your very first fight with a brand new fight team in a rematch of the first loss that you have had since losing to Kazangano in 2014. And she was a much different fighter back then. So, yeah, how, how's all that going to work out? You know, what, what, what's going to happen with that? So there, there are a lot of question marks um, 
regarding this fight. And it'll be, I mean, it, it's the, the main event for a reason. It's because you have phenomenal fighters. You have uh, uh, an excellent championship bout on the line. Uh, but th- there are a lot of questions that will be answered on Saturday night. So I, so I want to give you this, and I want you to get your thoughts on this before we move on. So although Pena said that she's not going to trash talk, she she did say this. She said, she said, with that being said, I already beat you. You hadn't been submitted, you hadn't been stopped, and you had this title reign of the GOAT, and you got embarrassed. You got so frustrated that you fired your entire team. You quit your gym that you've been at for 10 years, and you had to go see a sports psychologist. Like, why kick a dog when it's down? She further goes on to say, that's just not my style. That's not my character. And I already know how much I hurt her. I'm not trying to pour salt on the wounds, but she wants me to burn the church down too. It's like, it's good. You know what I mean? I already did trash talking in the ring, so there's really nothing more to say. And then finally, she did actually add salt to the wound. And she said, not to mention, if you watch the season, I'm killing her. They can't string a couple wins together to save their lives. And she's literally, she's just literally not winning on the show either. What more do you want me to say? End quote. Yeah. Well, uh, there's nothing uh, left to say outside of the fact that um, she lied. She just flat out lied. I'm not going to trash talk. I'm just going to say all this stuff and, and talk trash. And, and maybe in her mind, she wasn't trash talking. Maybe she was doing as I shared with you a moment ago and just speaking the truth. It's just a painful truth. That could be the case, but sound like trash talk to me. Sound like she she was she was getting her, uh, you know, she, she was kind of uh, uh, sne- sneaking something off, you know, on the side of kind of, you know, out, talking out the, the side of her neck a, a little bit. Uh, that that's that's just me. That that's outside looking in. Uh, sounds like I'm not gonna trash talk, but let me do all this trash talk. Okay, now I'm gonna stop trash talking. But I yeah, didn't I'm, trash talk. I'm excited to see how Nunez re- responds to this. Before I saw those quotes, I was like, you know what? I, I, I like Pena. She's the underdog, but you, you come on. You you can't. You got in, in many ways. People feel as though she got lucky because they also said that Nunez. Um, at the time of the 269 fight that she was actually injured um, which I really can't confirm I know this was actually stated in a couple articles but you, you come on you, you pulled out the lucky win you gotta be humble but we shall we shall see what's gonna happen well that uh, again this is just part and parcel for the Venezuela vixen again for years she's been saying I'm gonna beat her I've got the, the game plan and I have the skills to beat her and then she went in and she uh, delivered on her promises and she always talks a uh, 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 big game so it, she, she's just being herself she's being herself that's definitely going to be great UFC 277 now keeping in the theme with rematches we're going to go from one rematch of full of bad blood to one rematch where both fighters are actually showing a lot of respect to each other um, uh, uh, this we will actually feature a rematch from UFC 245 when Brandon Moreno uh, takes on uh, Kai Cara France, France uh, for don't blink flyweight title in the previous bout Moreno won by unanimous decision but since then uh, Cara France has actually went on a tear and Moreno is more than aware uh, of his opponent now Moreno stated that 
in the last few bouts, fighters have actually underestimated Carl Frantz. Something that he said that he is he will not hesitate and he will not do. Um, so, boys, what are your thoughts on not only Moreno's statement, but what should we expect from this championship bout in this rematch? You should expect. Um, you, you, we should expect fireworks. Number one, the flyweight division, the men's flyweight division, is one of the most exciting divisions, uh, just because of the level of athleticism that these fighters bring when they step into the octagon. Uh, they they move the fastest. You know, they they hit the hardest. They scramble the most. I mean, they they're like perpetual motion so you can expect it to be a good fight very very rarely do you get a bad fight at flyweight and then you you have two of the best to do it uh, they say this is for the interim title however it's not pro- or I should say we don't know what's going to happen the champion uh, uh, Devison Figueredo He's talking about going up to 135. It's like, I'll fight at 125 again if you're going to pay me. But if you're not going to pay me, you know, let me go. I'll go to 135 and and challenge there. And I think he can do that. So, yeah, it's interim. But the likelihood of that interim title being lifted from this is high. Um, So you've got those things going on. And you have, as you stated, a rematch for uh, Kai Car France. The last time they 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 fought again, it was a unanimous decision. Uh, it was on the uh, Usman Covington card, UFC uh, 245, when uh, Usman broke supposedly uh, Kobe Covington's jaw. Whether he broke it or not, he beat him and beat him soundly. So. Um, it's it's going to be interesting from that aspect. Uh, since then, he has lost again, being uh, Kai Car France. He has lost again. He lost to Brandon Roy Vall uh, back in 2020. Uh, but since then, he's run off three straight. Looked impressive in doing so, including a unanimous decision in his last bout versus uh, Asker Askarov, who everyone thought, including myself, that. You know, Askarov was going to be, you know, the the next one up. He was uh, undefeated at the time, and uh, you know was killing the game. So, and Kai Car France gave him his first professional loss. So, you know, based on all that, he should be up for uh, the interim belt. And honestly, with Assassin Baby, you know, he he that was his like third fight almost no not almost uh third fight in a row with figueredo and i was looking forward to number four mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because they could have just done a best of five uh uh with that one they they were uh fighting so so well and it just spirited spirited fights the first one was a draw i saw that one for figueredo i didn't really see it as a draw the second one uh um Assassin Baby was like, look, there's going to be no doubt tonight. He just steamrolled Figueredo. Now, Figueredo had one of the worst weight cuts that he's ever had. And leading up to it, he was in the hospital the day of the fight twice. So he, he was in the hospital that morning, 
came to the fight, fought the fight. Uh, I'm sorry, that was uh, uh, I think that was the first fight. Take that back. Uh, but still, he wasn't his best self. He came in much better in the third fight. I don't believe he won that fight. They say it was unanimous decision for Figueredo, but I had it for Moreno. So the fact that his very next fight is for the interim title, I think it's fair because, again, uh, I in watching it live, I felt like Moreno did enough to retain his title. Um, so, yeah, you, you got a very motivated Moreno who... Uh, you know, is fighting to reclaim what he believes is rightfully his anyway in the title. You have uh, Kaikara France, who, uh, you know, is is trying to become another city kickboxing champion in the UFC. He wants to follow in the footpaths and uh, the, the steps of Israel Adesanya. He wants to follow behind the man who they're calling the best pound for pound right now in Alexander Volkanovsky. You know, he, he wants to be the third fighter who trains a city kickboxing to be called UFC champion. To do that, he will have to beat the former champion in Assassin Baby, Brandon Moreno. Definitely sounds like that's going to be exciting. It's good to know that uh, it's probably possibly even uh, bigger title implications with that interim tag being uh, removed from it. So uh, UFC 277 sounds like it's going to be a, a, a great card. Um, I mean, already on, on an already stacked card, there's finally another fight there. There's a heavyweight bout uh, for bragging rights and a move up in the rankings uh, is actually on the line. As Derek Lewis is actually going to be taking on uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Um, now, Lewis and Pavlovich actually rank 5th and 11th, uh, respectively, on UFC.com's rankings um, for heavyweight challenges. So, Voice, in, in another bout on this great UFC 277 card, how are we feeling about this bout, and who would actually benefit the most from a win for future, t- future title contentions? Wow. Um, as far as who benefits most it's Sergey Pavlovich uh, Derek Lewis has fought for the title twice already and especially in his last bout where he was winning and then got knocked out by Tai Tuivasa uh, and it's the second or I should say he's three and five three and two in his last five and in the two that he has lost he's lost by stoppage in both of them and hasn't looked very good in either one of those losses uh, it seems as if he's on um, on the the on the sunset side of his career and you know as long as well number one the heavyweight title picture is so convoluted and so unclear right now um you know, you you have the champion who is he still going to be the champ? Is he going to uh, resign with the UFC? Nobody knows. When he resigns with the UFC, who does he fight? Is he going to fight John Jones? Is he going to fight Steve? Is he going to fight the winner between Steve and John Jones? Who knows? You know. Then you got other uh, up and coming people. However, for uh, Sergey, he's only had one loss. 
the man is 30 years old which is very young in MMA years and if he is to win if he is to be victorious he'll be on a four fight win streak which is not all that common you know for heavyweights you know you you string together you know three or four wins you're usually talking about a title fight but again you have so much stuff going on uh, at the top of that division that you you just don't know what's gonna happen if you want to shout the title though i know what has to happen is you've got to win what makes this the um, voice marking matchup is not so much the title implications but the records that the men bring to the cage and not just their win losses records you have the black beast Derek Lewis who has more knockouts than anyone else in UFC history uh, talked about the uh, one loss that Pavlovich has that was in the UFC uh, that was a loss by ground and pound but in his last five fights he's either stopped the person or he's been stopped so because of these things you know he it should be a absolutely phenomenal fight I mean in his 15 or I should say 16 because he does have the uh, one loss but in his 16 fight career Pavlovich has only gone to the judges two times twice so uh, 13 of his 15 victories he stopped him so that that's the reason it's a voices marking matchup is because somebody should not uh, end the fight on their feet and it should be spectacular however it happens that's really why it's a voices marking matchup I mean, that, to to have that literally on an already stacked card for for UFC 277 is amazing. Um, so definitely make sure that you watch uh, UFC 277 takes place uh, Saturday, July 30th. You know we're going to come back and we're going to have all the uh, uh, post fight uh, comments and, and thoughts uh, by the voice uh, after that bout. So definitely stay tuned to the main card for our fight night updates. Now. Capping off an amazing weekend of combat sports, I, we can only end it the best way we know possible. So this one here is Will's one to watch. Now on July 30th also, live from the Barclays Center, two division world champion in North Philly zone, Danny Swift Garcia, will make his super welterweight debut against Jose Benavidez Jr. Uh, that's going to be a 12-round main event um, that can actually be seen on Showtime. Now, this is a uh, this is about where it's actually two fighters who are both trained by their fathers, um, and they're looking to have a slugfest in a fight that uh, Benavidez actually handpicked over about with uh, Ayers Landy Laura. Mm. Um, Benavidez stated that he felt that he wanted the bigger name fight. He felt as though uh, about with Garcia would be a slugfest, would be uh, a match where someone would actually stand toe to toe with him as he felt. His last bout, uh, he was constantly dealing with uh, a fighter who was running. So, you know, I, I can't help but be biased. I mean, this, this is North Philly. But, voice, what is your thoughts on this bout? What should we be looking forward to? Uh, should we be looking forward to a slugfest between these two? Um, 
Well, you we, we have to know, uh, uh, we have to be able to read the room when it comes to the things that we say and uh, the way that we approach things. I believe Benavidez in that he handpicked this fight because it was the bigger name. I don't believe he handpicked this fight because uh, Garcia was going to stand there and bang with him because that's not his fighting style. Uh, Garcia is a counterfighter. You know, he that that is the reason why he's moving out of um, out of the welterweight division and up is because he faced Errol Spence and got uh, you know got destroyed. Errol Spence uh, you know put it on him, and that was after wrecking his car and, and things of that nature. The last time he won uh, before that, or I should say the yeah the last time he won before that, he beat. Ivan Redcash, that was a unanimous decision. He knocked out uh, Adrian Granados, but that was after losing a unanimous decision to Sean Porter. And that was only a fight in between losing to Keith Thurman. So if you keep losing at 147 and you want to keep fighting, then you probably want to fight at a different division. Here's something else that was very, very obvious during his fight with Errol Spence. He was slow. He was considerably slower than Errol Spence. So when you're a slow man at a lower weight class, what do you do? You go up a weight class where you should be faster. So um, this is at least from the outside looking in, uh, you know, my, my educated guess as to why Danny Garcia is doing this. Again, I believe that uh, uh, Benavidez Jr. picked it because it's like, hey, this guy keeps losing to all these folks. He's a big name. He he is, as you stated, a former uh, two-time champion. So that would be a nice uh, notch on my belt if I were able to take him out. Because, yeah, I mean, Laura is also a big-name fighter, also a former champion, but he doesn't hold the same uh, sway and the same cachet as Danny Garcia uh, does. And when he uh, ventured to be great, he being um, Benavidez, you know, when he tried to be great, it, it didn't turn out too well. But he didn't, uh, again, run into uh, the pound for pound, or I should say, who some believe to be the best pound for pound fighter out there in uh, Terrence Crawford. And he got dog walked so uh which most people who face terrence crawford uh you know they get dog walked you know so there's no shame in in losing that fight uh whatsoever but you know you catch a guy who probably has seen his better days who's trying to reinvent themselves at a higher weight class and you know this is a weight class that you uh, you know, have fly to trade in, you know, for a fighter. So he's been been fighting here uh, a little longer. Well, not a little longer. He's been fighting here longer than um, fighting here long. Or I believe he's been fighting here longer than uh, what's his name. He may not have his. I know his last fight. Um, I believe that one was at super welterweight, but I may be uh, I may be mistaken in saying that. Either way it goes. Uh, he is looking to uh, uh, to bring the goods in this fight. He's looking 
uh, to make a name or I should say uh, solidify a name for himself and maybe put himself in the talks because that, that's the, the case for either one of these fighters. Whoever wins should be in contention at 154 pounds. Uh, you know, the, the champions at 154 uh, will probably be looking to this fight to see about who to face next. If Garcia wins, definitely. I mean, that's like a no-brainer um, to, to fight them. I mean, to fight Garcia because, again, he's got the name. Uh, you know, he's got the cachet. He's got uh, he, he's got it. He's got the it factor, literally. So, for him, if he wins, yeah, he should definitely be right there as far as um, the, the top fighters are concerned at 154. You know, so the, and, and he's in or I should say he, he's a PBC fighter, which um, I believe that uh, Benavidez Jr. is as well. Uh, but they're a PBC fighter and the only person that's really standing next for them would be Jamel Charlo. So, yeah, they, they both want to win because they both want a shot at uh, at Mel. Well, for for this fight for for Benavidez Jr., I mean, he definitely has everything in the game because I mean, the fight is even in the bar face. I mean, this is where Danny Danny Garcia is home away from home. So yeah, loss, it really is. A loss for Garcia would be devastating. A win for Benavidez would probably set the tone for everything that he has going forward. Uh, Angel Garcia recently stated that um, Danny going up to one fifty four. As you stated, he said that it's a new era for him, and he's looking forward. Uh, to, to go on this route. So this will be Danny's 11th uh, bout with Showtime uh, in the in the Barclays. So th- this is home cooking for him. So uh, we'll definitely see uh, what's going to happen there. But that, I mean, it definitely does set the tone uh, for the end of a great weekend uh, of fighting. So you have so much to look forward to. Um, and then you have even more to look forward to when you come back to the main card of our Friday Night Updates so you can get more of what the voice has to say about these bouts, and we're always going to get you ready uh, for those uh, next weekend fights. Also, um, this has been another amazing episode, slander included. You know what I mean? I'm always ready. I'm built. For, I'm, I'm built for this. Uh, also, make sure that you stay tuned. Uh, coming in August, we're going to be going live, so you get to see these two incredibly handsome debonair gentlemen live in front of your screen. Uh, talking everything combat sports, giving you the latest everything that you need. Voice, it's the end of this. Take us out, sir. Until next time, fight the good fight. I had a brain fight. Will T, the voice. I'm sorry, Will just the voice, the main card, MTMV Sports. We out. <laughs>